Today's story is Eye of Madness by, I believe, Blue Hero 45, aka Ryan McNamee, from the Creepypasta Wiki. Is insanity contagious? In school, I learned of many diseases that can affect the mind, but I never understood the horror that someone must face when their very thoughts could be affected by something so out of their control. My name is Jacob Mason, and before it all started, I was an ER nurse just outside Boston. I was used to hectic days, the sight of blood and even death, but nothing could compare to what I've seen since that one dire night. It was what passes for a normal weekday in the ER, chaotic. A line of people needed to be seen. All the staff did their best to see everyone while sorting them between the time of arrival and seriousness of injury. My eyes had long gotten used to the fluorescent lights and smell of sanitizer that filled every inch of that hospital. The waiting room was filled with the sounds of low muttering and coughs, contrasted by the loud yelling and rushing of staff that filled the rooms behind. A homeless man was rushed in on an ambulance. He was young, unwashed, unshaven, and covered in self-inflicted knife wounds. The blade had been recovered by the police, and he was already bleeding profusely before he reached the hospital. Still, the doctors worked all their magic to try and save his life. I was called over to assist holding the struggling man still as the doctors tried to stop the bleeding in each wound. Another nurse rushing towards us with donated blood. I looked into my patient's eyes. He looked... terrified. It was then that he started to violently cough blood. It splattered into the air and into my right eye. Another nurse wordlessly took my place as I rushed to an eyewash station to clean out the biohazard. I was at risk for a number of blood-transferable diseases, but that was always a risk, and the hospital was prepared for it. I was not there when the man they brought in died. A John Doe. We could find no trace of his identity. And that was all the information I was privileged to hear. The rest was up to the police. I was used to the coming and going of many patients, but he was someone I now truly wish I knew more about. I took an HIV test and had blood work done to check for other diseases. The news seemed positive. I seemed to have had little worry that I had any infections. However, within 24 hours, I was experiencing symptoms to something I am still unable to fully explain. I awoke ready to face another long day when I noticed it. A blot of something in my right eye like a, a single drop of black ink in the corner of my eye. It moved when I tried to focus on it, and when I looked, I could not see it in the mirror. Trying to wash it out failed to yield results. Before my shift started, I had a doctor who was a friend take a look at it, but he failed to see anything wrong. Soon I was wrapped up in another busy day and failed to follow up on it. It did not obstruct my vision, so I let the issue wait. It wasn't until that night that I started to worry that something was truly wrong. It was another busy day. I waited in my bed for sleep to take me. 
My eyes were closed. Half asleep, I could feel it. Like worms crawling across my eyes, stretching, contracting and elongating to reach further and further across. I awoke in a panic, fumbling around to turn on a light. It was then that I could see it, reaching out of the little black dot in the corner of my eye, a tentacle-like growth now obstructed my sight. They streaked across my pupil, making my view look like peeking through a fence. This time, I did not hesitate. I rushed back to the same ER that I worked at. This time, a patient myself, I was granted no special favors. Sitting in an uncomfortable chair under fluorescent lights with the familiar mumbling and coughing around me, I waited. My discomfort soon turned to sharp pain. My eye felt like it was attacked by a red-hot needle. All I could do was cry out in pain as I covered it with my hand. It was then that I saw something in my eye. Something moving in the hazy darkness. It looked like faces in pain shifting in a mass of flesh. Each face trying to escape before being swallowed by the flesh and replaced with another. By the time the vision had stopped, I was being rushed into the back to be looked at. My eye forced open and carefully examined by a doctor. The, the pain was gone, replaced with the tedium of awkward questions and paperwork. I was in shock, unsure of what even to tell the doctors. They looked at my eye, took more blood, but only ended up shaking their heads. I saw the familiar eyes of pity and annoyance, the kind reserved to hypochondriacs and the mentally ill. I know what they were thinking. Hours passed as I waited for a specialist and an ultrasound. Meanwhile, I started to grow hopeless and anxious. I did not like being so out of control to be the patient. After hours of waiting, a doctor sat me down and looked me in the eyes. He told me my initial tests looked good, and that some other tests may take some time to process, and that I should go home and rest. Before I could leave, he handed me a piece of paper with the name of a psychiatrist that could help me. I left the hospital feeling hopeless and drained. I called out of work and decided to rest as the doctors ordered. After drifting to sleep, I dreamed. I dreamed of masses of flesh, as dark as oil. They looked almost human, but wrong. Misshapen, as if they were made of melting wax. The almost humans all looked at me as if just noticing my presence. They crept slowly towards me. I awoke in pain sharp pain. My my eye felt like the fire, and nothing I did could ease it. Painkillers were useless. The pain would occasionally subside just long enough for me to start to fall asleep once more, then start again just as I was about to pass out. I, I did not sleep at all that night. I did not sleep the next night as well, or the one after. My days turned into a blur of pain and sights that became harder and harder to explain. As the blackness spread across my right eye, it looked as if a painting was ripped in half to reveal another painting underneath. The two paintings contrasting against each other, but at the same time creating a hole. I was losing my mind. I stopped even attempting to go to work. My tests all came back negative. The doctors seemed more certain that this was a mental problem 
Well, mental or not, the pain was real to me. Hopeless and wrapped in despair, I did something reckless. Auto-enucleation. Before I started, I called an ambulance. I knew the dangers involved and would need aid as soon as possible. Taking a scalpel, I carefully cut into the orbit of the eye. I started like a surgeon, careful and precise, before pain and adrenaline turned my efforts violent, cutting muscle and flesh without regard to which. Before I knew it, what was left of my eye was a thick soup dropping out of its socket while leftover muscles tried in vain to hold the mess in. I passed out before the paramedics made it to my home. I awoke in a dark hospital, late in the night, drifting in and out of consciousness, my hands bound to rails so I could no longer harm myself. Well, I had succeeded. My right eye was black. I could live with one eye, but the pain was gone, replaced by working pain-killing drugs. For the first time, I could sleep again. I had won. However, I could feel something move. It pushed against the bandages that covered my eye, finding an opening. Something warm and slimy pushed out of the bandage, like a popped pimple. It slid down my cheek. I tried to grab it, but my hands were still chained. It wormed its way down my shoulder, and then my arm, and it dropped onto the floor with a splat. I could not see it in the dark as it vanished, but... My ordeal was over. My pain was gone, as was my visions, but I fear that I may have let something out. I hope you guys enjoyed that. That was once again Eye of Madness by user BlueHero45, aka Ryan McNamee, on the Creepypasta wiki. I believe him to be the author because he created the page, but it was not tagged with him as the author. If that's wrong, please correct me. I would like to tag the actual author in this if he is not. If he is the author, which I, again, think he was, fantastic job. This was creepy as hell. Um, I read a story similar to this a while back called Waterborne, but it was more infectious parasite versus a weird uh, Lovecraftian being that infected the eye slash brain. I, I think this was really well done. So... Blue Hero 45, aka Ryan McNamee, thank you very much for writing the story. Um, thank you for posting it to the Creepypasta Wiki under CC by SA. Always appreciated to have stories that are Creative Commons. I intend to post my stuff here too, so if you're a narrator and you like what I've written, please do check out my page on the Creepypasta Wiki. All stories will be free for you to narrate under Creative Commons by SA. Thank you again to everyone who's listened to this story, and thank you for coming back after my one week of 1k celebration because that was a lot of videos <laughs> hopefully you guys aren't tired of me at this point in time well if you enjoyed this story and you would like more content that's kind of like this or content that is so different it's like comparing soap to shovels please consider joining the nevermore to join the nevermore all you got to do is hit that subscribe button and the bell icon next to it you're part of the nevermore at that point congrats you can also support The Nevermore by clicking any of the links down in the description, Twitter, Facebook, Reddit, or supporting me on Coffee and Patreon. Patrons all get videos before everyone else, just so you know, if you like my stuff. Also, patrons got a special discount code for my merch. 
everyone got 15% off, patrons got 22% off. There's some uh, benefits. You also get random things like stickers, a uh, poster if you join anything higher than $10, and yeah, mentions in my video. Anyway, this is a long outro, so I'm going to leave you guys with that. I hope you all have a beautiful day and a wonderful week. I will see you on the next video, but until then, sleep well.